Life's parlor is always a party. Let's go, party. Hey, baby, what's up? It is time to entertain the people. Life's party, life's always a party. Let's go. It's time to entertain Paul. I'm loving it. Good vibes on the set. Uh, a little sore, though. I've j- just told you pre-show that I got to the gym this week. It's Yeah, we're trying to, you know, summer's right around the corner. I saw you were at the gym with your girl. I was at the gym. Um, I have a gym in my apartment complex, so very You were texting, though. Like, she cut. She did a video of the workout room. And she cut to you, and you were like on TikTok. So I don't I, think that's what you're supposed to do at the gym. Honestly, you gotta work. <laughs> you gotta work the mind, and you gotta <laughs> work the body as I'm on the treadmill. Dude, I did squats this uh, yesterday, so I'm really feeling it. Th- I just feel weird doing squats at the gym. I don't know. I'm also not a morning person. Yes. Like I'm drained after. I'm just a night guy. Like other people have different plans on when they should go to the gym. Everyone says, "Oh, go to the morning. Morning, start your day right. You make your bed. You go to the gym. You have your breakfast." It's just not my lifestyle, Paul. Going to the gym in the morning, I'm dead midday. I was trying to get get up and go to the gym in the morning, and a lot of people, you know, I think it was on TikTok where it was this guy talking about the gym, and it was like, everyone says go to the gym in the morning, but honestly, I think that's a, a reason why a lot of people don't go to the gym at all, because right. it's like if they're not morning people or they can't get up, but like, I, I can't get up. Like, I, I can't get up in the morning. You're up and, late, too. Yeah, and I'm up late. I edit. Like, I'm... You know, I'm a night owl. I like to work at night. My brain functions better at night. So it's like, whatever. And why should you be, like, making yourself miserable by trying to get up in the morning just to, like, go to the gym? And then you're correlating going to the gym with being miserable, with getting up early. Like, you're correlating all that stuff, and that's why people aren't working out and probably why you're not losing weight or working out. So it's like, if you find a better time for you, whether that's late at night because you function better at night. Or, like, for me, I like to go to work. I come home for, like, a half an hour. I change my clothes. And then I get, like, mentally ready. I go to the gym, go to the gym for, like, an hour, maybe a little more than an hour, come home, shower, eat dinner, and then do my whatever I got to do. You get mentally ready. What what is that that moment? I go home, I get mentally ready for the gym. (laughs) You just, yeah, just slaps himself in the face in the mirror. Shotguns a Red Bull and then goes to the gym. You know, you work all day, you're tired, and then you got to read energize yourself a little bit you got mentally ready you go to the gym you do your workout and you're you're better i off. need to figure out how to lose weight without going to the gym because i don't like to work out i simply uh, don't enjoy going to the gym so there's an easy way surgery no no i mean that's is there a surgery out there that i could get there is weight? but you know eat healthy i eat better healthy what are you what are you drinking right now taste good this is raspberry iced tea. Ryan came here. He's like, I got my Dunkin'. He's complaining about his Dunkin'. And then he's like, you know what? I'm the muffin man. And he's got a muffin. He's, got a muffin. he's like, yeah, I'm a muffin man. And I'm watching him, and we're going over the show prior. I'm going to stuff a muffin in my face. Give you a little insight. We, you know, we go over the show. We talk about it a little bit. And uh, he's just like, yeah, got his muffin. I'm the muffin man. I think there's a few crumbs over here. Lying so up. I think, well, first know, of all, I ordered a, a large raspberry iced tea. The lady goes, I'm sorry, we're out of large cups. What? That, that even, how is that even possible? It's 5 p.m. On a, on a Wednesday. I think she was trying to do your favor. Yeah. Facts. Well, that was recently. Do they have cameras? Where? I want to know that. Like, yes. can they see me while I order? Because I always yes. get weird on, like, I don't know if I should, like, put my hand here and order, or should I, like, that's, move my lips bigger? Like, I don't know. It gets weird. That's how they know that a car's there. <laughs> They watch the camera. The camera's literally next to. If you're, I thought they just stay there all day. Hello, hello. Can't take your order. Can't take your order. Can't take your order. Oh, someone's here. Uh, here we go. Yeah, the people in the drive-through, they're literally watching a camera as the car pulls up, and yeah, that's when they know to. How close is that camera? I mean, I don't know how much right. they could see, but no, obviously. So you were talking about cups, right? You were like, "Well, how does Duncan out of cups?" Yeah. Well, obviously, we know the supply, whatever it's called, um, shortage. The shortage. shortage. Yep, cotton shortage. That's why there's no large there's, cups. There's shortage everywhere. Yeah, honestly. There's shortage over here. 
but, but that, show. Let's go. The Ryan. cup reminded me of like Disney. So some guy was in Disney and they were literally no lightsabers. Like they were out. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, how do you go to Disney World and Galaxy's Edge in Star Wars Land and they don't have lightsabers? That's like going to Orlando and going to uh or sorry, uh Islands of Adventure, or you go to Universal and you go to Harry Potter World and they're just like, We're out of wands. Yeah. What? Like how does that make any sense? Like why did I go there for like that's literally the reason I'm there for? Go to Colson, oh we're out of lightsaber. All right, now what? Now what do I do now at this point? All right, enough bullshit. Let's get into the show. Good show this week. A lot I of mean, very uh, better show than all every other week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even done it. Our show, show, I was telling these guys prior, I was like, our shows are good. And if you love our shows, give us a like, subscribe. I think we put out great shows for these people. Hopefully, I like to think that in my mind, but hopefully you guys are entertained. And we love doing this weekly. You guys keep us going. So getting into our show, these are good TikToks. Like I told Paul when I write these shows, I'm like, dude. This segment, Banger, TikTok. TikTok galore right here, this segment. So we're doing the biggest PR blunders of all time. So basically, PR is public relations. I Thank you, Rye. I did not know that one. <laughs> I didn't know what people knew at home. But you know me, I graduated with a degree in public relations, Paul. PR, yes. It's establishing and maintaining relationships over a period of time. That's okay. the definitions of PR, Paul, P- public relations. Thank, thank you. All right, so we're going to go down a few lists. These are pretty bad. I, I don't even know how people... Must have gotten fired for some of these. Um, but Paul, start, off, start us off for number one. So one of our niches here, we like drinking. Yes, we do. And Ryan's, one of his favorite companies in the world is Bud Light. We will be sponsored by them. Eventually. 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 So Bud Light, though, we'll talk about them a little bit. They had a little uh, flounder, or blunder, as we call flounder. it. Flounder? <laughs> they called it a flounder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this was Bud Light's up for whatever debacle. So in 2015, Bud Light, up for whatever, advertising debacle is one of the most recent large-scale examples of a PR blunder. Certain bottles of Anheuser-Busch beer were produced with the label the perfect beverage for deleting no from your language for the night, which was a terrible promotion and marketing decision. The up for whatever ad, according to the brewer, was created to encourage people to say yes to trying new things. So it's the perfect beverage to delete no from your vocabulary obviously my mind goes here i don't know if this is what other people thinking <laughs> yes is that yes. what we're going That's, for here when well, people drink well, and then they don't say no or they don't understand no we will blurb that out but yes okay. you understand <laughs> what what he just said you will understand All right, we will blurb that out but you will understand context clues <laughs> on what i just said but this is sometimes where i think about this where they're in the creative room and once again, we've talked about this numerous times on different occasions for different circumstances where this has to pass several levels of approval. A lot of people. Passed. It's a lot of people that's goes. Favorite movie. Oh. 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 Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for a very long explanation. Usually he spits some good nuggets of facts. Just crack. Cocaine was the answer. That is the could end you, of his involvement for one? the night. Uh, I don't remember this one. Uh, I'm surprised that alcohol... Like, do you remember this happened? We were like, what? Were we I born remember the, nine years old? I remember the up for whatever. I remember like, oh, yeah, we're up for whatever. And, you know, it make in hindsight, like, it, you know, uh, clearly bad idea. But it does make sense that you want to <laughs> say, hey... Like, you know, you grab a drink for the night, you're with friends, we're saying yes to things. We always say we're yes men. Yeah, yes men. And There's movies that are literally like yes men. Yeah, exactly. And that we're <laughs> trying to have a good time. Yeah, like, man. you're trying to have adventures, uh, live life to the fullest, that kind of thing. Where this, 
the idea of putting no into that conversation is what yeah. I, is says wrong because when you're thinking of drinking, you're thinking of women or like guys asking, you know, uh, it's like, hey, do you want to hook up with me? Or hey, can I get you a drink at the bar? And it's like, when girls say no, it should be it should mean something. Yeah, so sure. them saying, hey, well, apparently it doesn't mean anything if you drink a Bud Light. Yeah, and <laughs> that completely gets deleted from your vocabulary. And that's the problem with this. The ad. thought was there, they just didn't think it through. But the thought was there. Um, I deleted a lot of Bud Lights in my life, so um, great job. You're doing you. you're doing great things. That had nothing to do with anything. I just said, I've drank a lot of Bud Lights before. All right, the next one is Air Force One Photoshop. Uh, an Air Force One photo op incident. So in 2009, the USA's Department of Defense was bar- was part of probably the biggest PR disasters. Post 9-11, they organized a photo op for Air Force One without informing anyone in New York City. For good photographs, the plane was flying over Manhattan at low altitude. <laughs> um, this is fucked up for me laughing. The event led to widespread panic among people. Countless complaints were received by the police department, and offices started evacuating their employees and then the government ended up apologizing, but not the best uh, idea for time and place here. So they wanted to do a photo shoot for Air Force One. They're like, oh, New York City's got a good skyline. Let's go do yeah. it there. Let's go fly a plane post 9-11 where everyone's terrified to go to an airport and fly planes at low altitude just for a good picture. And not tell anybody. Yeah. Could you imagine living in New York City and seeing this? Uh, plane fly low again. We're like, oh shit, where this is happening again? <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's not again. Un- un- <laughs> Get out. Unfortunately, uh, wrong time. Oh, Shelby say something. That's like it. Unfortunately, wrong time. That would time. be a dark comedy joke. <laughs> That's why I thought it was funny as shit. Because I'm just like, you just see a random pedestrian, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, unfortunately, wrong time, wrong place, kind of thing. And um, what's really interesting about um the way marketing and like. Uh, TV shows and movies and things have changed after 9-11. Yeah. I mean, there was an example where Friends, um, there was an episode of Friends. It was during the height um, of the TV show. And even in the opening of Friends, a lot of times there was the Twin Towers. And, you know, the show takes place in New York City. And right after 9-11, I think it was in like October or September or October of 2001, Friends had an episode that was about to air. And it was about Chandler and Monica in the airport. And it was about Chandler making like jokes in the airport. And it was a whole big thing that they actually had to um, wipe that episode out because at the timing, it was just – it was awful. Like, it was awful timing. It would have been made fun of the whole circumstances that were happening, you know, a couple weeks or a month prior. And I know a lot of TV shows or even, like, things happening, you know, with – they had shots of the Twin Towers of the Manhattan skyline at that time had to be altered after the event. Damn. Um So I saw a tweet. I don't want to go down this road. Yeah, like, watch on thin ice here. But I saw a tweet. Where it was uh, got a lot of thousands of favorites and thousands of likes, so you might have even seen it on Twitter. But it was someone saying, I think it was a girl, was saying how was the world always this crazy, or was social media just not around where we were aware of everything that happened? And I was like, holy shit! Like if you think about that, yeah, it's like has and we we were born in '96. We've been through some fucking shitty ass worldwide fucking yeah. horror, like school shootings, 9/11, World War fucking three. Like we've been a part of some crazy shit that's been happening in our world. And that's just some on a list of many, unfortunately. Yeah. But has the world genuinely been this crazy even before we were alive, or is it just that now everyone has access to this information? Uh, on a daily basis, I think it's something a, to think about. I think it's a combination of both. I think I think there are everyone's like, oh, we're the worst generation of all time. Like, there's so much crap going on. And I think 
it is true, but I think you're also with the way media is and the way people manipulate media and then everyone has a voice and everyone can say everything and you can like, I mean, a couple years, well, like a, last year, there was a lot of police brutality stuff. Like storming and the Capitol. Like, we're like, well, you can see that stuff very up close. Like if you're on the street or, you know, something was happening with a police officer and someone else, like there's videotapings and the school, you know, the school thing, the things that happen at the school or like fights or any of that stuff. Someone can whip out their phone. You can record that stuff very easily. So the access to it, I think, makes us feel as though it was worse. But at the same time, I don't think – if you go back to the 70s, the 80s, there were awful things happening all the time. Yeah. It's just you didn't have the access to it, as you're saying, with smartphones or the media currently in today's world that we have – you know, that we're seeing all the time. <laughs> yeah, it really makes you think that, like, national news has a bit of filtering because they only have so much time to tell you yeah, everything exactly. going wrong in the world. Whereas your local news, they could tell you everything that's gone wrong in your local area. And then now you have Twitter. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you can see – Everything. Wait, like, so what do you, literally what do you, what everything. What do you mean national news? Like, so you have nationals, right? Like ABC. No, has, yeah, I know the difference between national and local, but like, what do you like? So you're saying national news doesn't have room to manipulate as much as they used to? No, like, they're just know. not putting as you're not. You know, every night they're giving you the biggest stories, right? And right. then you go to your local news where they can tell you more local big things that are happening in your local area. And then you know, as I said, like Twitter, you're seeing all right. Then you see like very small things that you know are important, but the national news won't cover because it's just not large enough and that your local news might not because it's a little more edgy or, you know, they still have a bunch of stuff. Or they like have a to shooting, cover. The guy shoots a guy, robs him while he's walking a dog in Philly. Like that's not going to make national news. No, no but it'll, it'll, it'll make, make your, your local, local news. news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh shit. What was I going to say? Fudge. Talk about news real quick. What? <laughs> Did you have something on your mind? I had something good. All right. Once we'll again, get, I'll we'll try, get back to try it. it's fucking falling away like all the time. So it'll be back get later. It back. Uh, terrible PR blunder. This is with Samsung. Um, Samsung did not have the best track wet record with phones. Um, early reviews suggested that Samsung's Galaxy Note 7 would be one of the best smartphones of 2016. Unfortunately, such claims were undermined by the tendency of its battery to catch fire on airplanes, Promo- <laughs> prompting the company to launch a mat. A massive recall. Even worse, a new certified safe Note 7S proved that or proved that anything but safe, burning up as they have before, prompting Samsung to ditch the phone entirely in October at a cost of about five billion dollars. So uh, that's great and all, Paul. I know you read that, and I did not hear a single word you said. But uh, like a good podcaster always does, they lose that train of thought. What they do, they go. They find that train of thought and they bring it back because that's what great podcasters do, Paul. Sure. Or just interrupt the flow <laughs> of the show. But, yeah, continue. Well, there we go. So we're going to go back. I will say this. We don't talk about news a lot, and we don't like to because we like, one of our main, like, themes of this show is, like, living life to the fullest and being positive. Yeah. Life's a party, baby. Or <laughs> the party. party. Life's always a party. So, but one <laughs> thing that has I've seen and started trending that I don't like about society or even specifically news channels it's because we talk about the importance of, like, a title, right? Or, like, a yeah, thumbnail. Yeah. And recently I was on YouTube and I was scrolling, which I usually don't do on YouTube, and I'll scroll through, like, thumbnails and, like, what's trending. And almost every, like, CNN, Fox, like, any news out you had, their titles were always so negative. But they want that lead story. And almost that lead story is almost always so negative. So, so that's about, like, manipulating the public. But it just makes me so mad. And that's why, personally, I, like, we don't like to talk about the news. But I don't. I also don't like to watch the news. Like I like to keep up with what's going on in the country and shit like that. But just like the mood the news puts me in is just not. I'm not about it. I'm more of a positive person. And to yeah. see that every single title, headline, or lead is like so negative just for people to click, it just frustrates the fuck out of me. And that's the problem. It's it's 
clicks. And right. like those news and the media and the outlets, they need uh, they need people to see it. They need clicks. They need the revenue that's coming from those streams. So, and most of the time, unfortunately, the negative stuff is what sells. Like you, like it's like oh, nice woman saves cat from a tree, right? Yeah, Who really right cares? Like no one really cares. So unfortunately, the positive stuff isn't going to trend. And it was nice actually during uh, during COVID, you had um, John Krasinski's show. Uh, yeah. Good morning or. Good news or good morning news or I forget what the exact good, good morning America. No, it was John Krasinski had a show on YouTube that he like jumped. Oh, okay. Um, where it was like good morning news or it was good news basically. And instead of the negative things and that the world was so heavy on watching news every night, obviously because we didn't know what was happening. This was in March of 2020. Where like he went to YouTube and was basically saying every good thing that was happening. It was like oh we have you know we have all these uh frontline workers and we're you know we're doing like we're applauding for people down the street yeah, that thing and when then, they went out with pots and pans yeah it was like johnny had a cool birthday party and that was like that was the start of these uh these drive-by birthday parties which is like a cr- still boggles my mind that ever happened but um he was just telling the positive things happening in the world where it was such a like a dark place that is a genius idea it was and really I nice love like i don't know him but that is a great <laughs> idea like that is so like cool so it was a nice change of pace um, anything about these Samsung phones, Ryan? Uh, I'm not a speaking Samsung. Speaking of change of pace. Are they, are these phones, speaking of, well, should, I was going to say, should we make this thumbnail or this title be like, Ryan holds Paul to gunpoint? No. And we'll get a thumbnail and like, I'll have a gun and then have, we don't, negative we are, cells, we are, negative we are, cells. We already have some footage of or that. Or like tie him up and like get an ax and like pretend to chop his bad toe already off. He might be into it. We already have footage of that. <laughs> Is that what you, in the library? Talk, yeah, what are we talking about? Like, when did we film this stuff? <laughs> he, shot, he shot you with the, uh, the cap gun. Oh, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, almost yeah. take your face off. But, and what is these? Uh, the note is Galaxy, right? Yeah. Is that uh, related to Android? That might be a stupid question. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, are Android actually good phones? Like, I hear yes. how they're such great phones, especially from producer Drew. He's team Android. But me and you, I guess we could say we're more trendy, and that's just like everyone has iPhones. And I think that one of the main reasons why everybody got iPhones was was it because of Snapchat, right? Like your Snapchat quality. <laughs> well, that's not why people got iPhones. But when I think of Andrews, I think of the blurry ass fucking yes. Snapchat photos that and, they would have. And that that's a kind of a a stickler that comes up when when someone brings up Android. It's a terrible quality. But that's just because when they wrote the the code for uh, a camera to be implemented, it was so long ago that it would never look good. That's why I like to use the built-in camera app versus what Instagram and Snapchat provides because it just looks like such crap compared to it. And also with iPhones, maybe not Snapchat, but it's more compatible. So you got iTunes, you got your iPad, you hook it up to your Apple Watch. What are you laughing at? So what's happening right here is, <laughs> is you're like, it's compatible. The fucking are blowing, phones are blowing up on fire. It's compatible to the iPad and iTunes. So you're naming Apple products. Like you're basically naming, describing the monopoly. Yeah, uh, I mean, so and so the big difference, we'll, we'll literally go down. Phones are blowing up, so I said, fuck, I'm getting an iPhone. We're, <laughs> we'll go down the rabbit hole a little bit. The difference between Android and Apple is Apple really came along and is like the simplistic version and the user friendly of the computer software and like the phone and everything like it's very user friendly. You can use it. That's the whole point. And that's why they're popular here in the US because honestly, a lot of people don't want to deal with learning the technology um, and going through all the stages like Apple. If you watch it, like that was the whole point of Steve Jobs. He was making things very simple. And that's why it also blew up and did so well. 
That's and when they got rid of the home uh, the home bun. People were freaking out. Like, well, I don't like this. But it, yeah, you're trying to make it more simplistic and more. It just looks a little more pleasing to the eye. Where you have these Android phones, which work really well, can do a lot more. But they're and they're meant to be like interchanged. Like you can add things to them, and that's why like people when they game, you're not gaming on a Mac. You're gaming on a PC. You're gaming on something where you can interchange different parts of the computer. You can customize it to the way you like. Um, Is that lack of advertising, though? Why people don't buy more, like, uh, Samsungs or Galaxies? No, I think it's just a different perspective. It's more of a a, uh, speculation of if you don't have a blue um, message uh, bubble, you're clearly not part of it. Yeah, I do hate that, where they don't have the blue. They have the green text messages in a group chat. People judge it. It's like, people are judged. It's like, oh, who's got the green? (laughs) That's like, can we kick this guy out? Because I want to be able to have my iMessage in my group chat and be able to change things and change the title and and change the group chat, like, a picture. It's like, we got some guy who's in here that's green. His emojis don't come up. It's like a stigma. His emojis don't come up. Like, what is this? And it's really really funny for me, because every time you like a message or something, it, it literally comes up liked and then a quote. I remember the first time I saw that it's was Mr. So Mr. K sending me something. I'm like, the fuck? I was so confused. You're like, hey, man, you did a great job today. Ryan liked it. So I'm like, dude, I don't really care. But not going to lie. Not going to lie. Um, I have a friend who has like a Google phone. She really likes Google phones. And she um, she said they now don't do that. Like she can get the likes and the different yeah, they're they're trying they're trying to push it in. They're text. also trying to make it so you can send larger than eight megabyte files, but it's such a pain in the I ass. I will say this last thing on this is that producer Drew's like really fucking technical savvy. Like yeah. he knows all technology. That's why I got an Android. And then when he explains to me that he got an Android for XYZ with streaming and having plug and using this, you can it could be compatible with this monitor and I can hook it up and play games like this. It's like I get it. But I just don't think people really give that much fuck. No, it's not. Them. It's it's not for anyone. <laughs> the thing is, they don't want. They I want wanted the, the text call version. and do the bitmoji. Like that's what this is. And you'll pay up the ass for it. And that's why you'll. That's why Apple has you. Or face. They, you guys Facetime. You guys have Facetime. Uh, They're not like cavemen. We don't have. We don't have Facetime. <laughs> you guys but have we, text messages. We don't have Facetime, but we have multiple alternatives. And recently, <laughs> can now you, you go can, on Twitter on the thing. Unfortunately, yes, I can go on Twitter. <laughs> It's very unfortunate. <laughs> you're part of the issue. You're part of the issue. You're I am. I agree. The thing is, I if, you, if you are willing to put the effort into using an Android phone, you're willing to find alternatives to what people use <sighs> on iPhone. But it's the problem is when I have to try to use something with an iPhone user, then yeah. it becomes. I, yeah, I agree with you, Paul. I am the issue. I get that. I'm right. accepting. We're moving on, fellas. Have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning. The drapes need dusting. And your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with our code LIFESAPARTY. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men's age 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Smell so fresh and clean this spring and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Get 20% off with free shipping and our code LIFESAPARTY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with our code 
life's a party at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. I actually volunteered to check balls. <laughs> <laughs> Can you check mine? Okay, this is not making it. Life's a party, baby. All right, next one. Next Paul. PR blunder we have. This is a popular one. This is a big. Oh, I see what you did. This there. was a big event. You said popular. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. I, that's what good <laughs> podcasters do, right? They see something out there. They see something out there. They're like pop, pop figure. Oh, I got. It. They take it. They grab it. Good podcaster. Oh, I, I was going for like the pop, the pop their titty out. No. Oh. <laughs> that's In the segue to that, um, this this PR blunder was the famous, the infamous Jam- uh, Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction of the Super Bowl halftime show in 2004. So this will go down as one of the most memorable moments in television hi- television history with the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. The brief glimpse of Jackson broadcasted to over 140 million viewers led to CBS being fined $550,000 and Jackson effectively blacklisted. The fine was appealed and ultimately voided in 2012. If Jackson was the loser in the PR stunt, then TiVo was the winner. The technology which allowed allows one to pause and rewind live TV gained 35 thousand subscribers after the event um and actually was we were talking about this too where five hundred and forty thousand people called in and complained yeah those five hundred and forty thousand karens called in my son just saw titty this is <laughs> we gotta do something about this she needs to be fine what does it mean when she was blacklisted like she's so not she was TV? basically blacklisted from like a lot of people t- sometimes if you do something bad you or you rub someone the wrong way you can be blacklisted from like hollywood where you won't uh, be asked to come back, or you uh, will not be um, like a Grammy performance. No, well, just like anything, like you're basically blacklisted from like live events and performing. And so is, it's not actually li- like, isn't there a tape delay? They couldn't do anything. So, in I, that? so I think certain things. Uh, yeah, there are certain tape delays, and you know, unfortunately, like that, you don't. You don't know, I know how like long. NFL football games, if or like an NBA game, if the player goes like near the crowd mic real quick and goes like. And he misses a layup, and he's like, "Fuck!" It'll be like it'll it'll pause. It'll be muted. It all depends, though. We, I mean, recently we talked about um, last week where we have Amazon doing a partnership with the NFL, right? You had uh, CBS Viacom company like Paramount, and they did that whole thing with the NFL and Nickelodeon, and that was literally last year. And on Nickelodeon, you had one of the football players curse, and it went out to Nickelodeon. Like even today, in twenty that was twenty twenty one. You still have uh, these issues where you can't always catch everything, and that was just something that happened where it was like live titty on TV. <laughs> and the funny part is, is that thirty five thousand people signed up for TiVo, so thirty five thousand people watched and were like, "I need to see that again. I need to, I need to rewind to see the titty. I don't know what. I, now I got to wait for Twitter, YouTube. No, yeah. I need TiVo so I can rewind next time and you know maybe pause it, see the nip slip. Like we got to figure this out. That's something too. Like imagine if that happened today. That's mm. something that. Automatically happened goes to Miley viral. Cyrus recently. Really? She was at a uh, she was on a concert and she had like a white dress on. Yeah. So yeah, uh, she was. Pro- was no, that she, New- was that Times New- Square? It was New Year's Eve. Yeah. So she did her show. It's Pete Davidson and her for New Year's Eve, and um, so she she caught herself, but she was performing and her top like started to fall apart. Yeah. So she like grabbed herself and she was like, "Hold on, hold on," <laughs> and she you know continued performing. Um, but imagine imagine if she went topless. That's a major viral moment. Well, we've moment. all seen her titty, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you're doing, 
let's uh let's get past this. No, I was kind of liking that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is cigarettes. So one of the first great PR debacles. Uh, de- drink every time you hear debacle. Debacle. <laughs> so one of the first great PR debacles started off as a great triumph and foundation of the business itself when Edward Bernays and Sigmund Freud's New York-based nephew and the father of PR devised his Torches of Freedom stunt in 1929. So Torches of Freedom was a phrase used to encourage women smoking by exploiting women's aspirations for a better life during the early 20th century first wave of feminism in the United States. So cigarettes were described as a symbols as a symbol of equality with men. So it was more of a PR stunt, like, hey, uh, they will show a bunch of pictures of women smoking cigarettes. They're like, oh, these women are equal to men because they're smoking too. This freaked me up because I literally went to dinner with my grandmother the other day and she drove me. And I was like, did you ever smoke? Like I asked her, I was like, did you ever smoke? And she was like, oh yeah. I was always like, everyone smoked back then. Yeah. And we were like in the beginning, I remember when I was young, they owned a bar and you would just like smoke in the bar and you would just smoke in restaurants and almost everywhere you would go, there'd be like a, like a burn mark. Like my, like you just have a burn mark on the couch or burn mark on the chair and like restaurants. And it's just crazy. At one point that was like, it was like almost not normal to not smoke. That made no sense. Not normal. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It was almost out of the ordinary for you not to be a smoker in those times. Yeah, there's um there's a funny bit in um How I Met Your Mother. I really like that TV show. And they talk uh the show starts in like 2004, I think. I don't know when this law went into place, but of like not smoking indoors or like in um in restaurants and they do a flashback before when when it was in happening and they just have like this bar and they're trying to have a conversation and they literally can't even see each other because they're like dude like there was so much smoke in these bars and these restaurants and you think about it and it's like dude i thank god that's not a thing because i can't even i couldn't even imagine like just trying to have your meal or even just be with your friends at a bar where it's like one it smells like cigarette smoke which is i'm not a fan of it smells gross and then you just have people like what if I was just trying to have a conversation with you? And you're just, like, back and forth, bro. Like, in the bar. Whatever. If I'm outside with you and you're smoking, like, I know what I'm in for. Because it's like, okay, cool. I, I'm at the bar with you. I went outside with you. I know you smoke. Like, I know what's going on. But, but this was obviously a bad PR stunt yeah. because it's uh, it's emphasizing being able to smoke. And if you smoke, then you're equal to men. Uh, we talk about this all the time. Like, just smoking is bad and is how you advertise smoking. Like, cigarette companies have gotten a bad rap for it for years now. And I think we talked about it pro- like pre-show, bef- not pre-show, but like we talked about it on the show before about like the prices of cigarettes and and how they're advertised to kids. And I saw what's crazy is I was watching our local TV school it has a channel, a TV station. It's called Ster- oh, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> called Sterling TV nineteen. We could cut it out if we have to, but it's our local high school has their own TV channel, and they have a advertisement, not an advertisement. They have a commercial that kids, the students make for like no gambling. Yeah, it's I like saw this that. is crazy. Like, how old are you in high school? Like 16, 17? Yeah, 18? you're you're 14 or 18. Or even 14. 14 to 18 is usually high school. So they have a commercial for 14-year-olds saying like, oh, one eight hundred gambler. Like we're at that time in our life where it's like almost like the gambling feels like the smoking of that time. Well, I thought about it where, you know, it's the whole industry of sports live betting and like yeah. sports gambling is a whole new thing that didn't exist five, even five years ago, right? No, it existed. It just wasn't legal. Correct. It was and very it underground, like mobsters yes. beating you up. Like, like it's fucking... <laughs> documentaries on that shit is fucking insane. Like, Uncut Gems. It was literally yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. So that stuff was, you know, underground, where now it's, like, so popular. People yeah. talk about it everywhere. You see it on social media. Like, 
for Dave, like Portnoy and, yeah. and Barstool Sportsbook. Oh, we see it on my social media. Yeah, like Ryan, he's doing oh. some good sportsbook stuff. So, like, it's everywhere. And for a kid, right, like, how easy in high school if you love sports? Like, if this came out when we were in high school, oh. you think you'd be betting? You probably yes. wouldn't have Dude, I would be betting, like, do it, 10. But. I don't know. I'd find money. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's, it's crazy. Like, they're, you're freaking, com- like – Come up with a commercial to tell kids it's twenty hundred gambler fourteen. Yeah, it's crazy. And smoking's probably the same way. I bet kids smoking. You ask, you ask those older people, like those, like our grandparents and shit. They were smoking like ten. It was just a normal thing to do. It was yeah. just a normal thing to do. Everyone and everyone thought it was fine. And yeah. you're curious to see, you know, you, and then eventually people grow up and you realize the effects that cigarettes <laughs> had and smoke had. Well, some people at least. Some, yeah. But. Yeah. So here we go. Last one. Is a Monday Night Football ad with Terrell Owens, T.O. Mr. T.O. He's actually making a comeback. For what? What is he doing? <laughs> to play football. I think he's in his 40s. Well, no, I saw something for April Fool's Day. It was like Eagle sign T.O. for <laughs> yeah. two-year contract. I, no, but he was on the Pat McAfee show today. I was watching it, and they had him on as a guest. I mean, he was always jacked. Like, he was always in shape. He's, like, going to play in the Canadian Football League, and he's like, oh, I never retired. He's like, that's not in a document. Go find it. So, like, he's a nutcase. He's a nut job. That's true. He's like, I never retired. Go find paperwork where I said I retired. So I think he's actually trying to make a comeback in the NFL. But this uh, commercial, speaking of commercials, is insane to me. So this was <laughs> – well, was the first sentence. In light of Nipplegate, you would think that n- – <laughs> In light of Nipplegate, you would think that networks would have gotten the message that American football viewers are more family-friendly and more of a wholesome group. Clearly, ABC missed out on that one. So, just a year later, they aired a raunchy promo during Monday Night Football featuring sexy, desperate housewife star Nicolette Sheridan wearing nothing but a towel and attempting to seduce, seduce Terrell Owens. And, of course, the ad made many viewers upset, and it prompted the FCC to respond. According to ESPN, the network immediately issued an apology, but the complaints still poured into the FCC, and a fine was seriously considered for this commercial. We pulled it up before pre-show. This is one of the things where it's like bizarre how this aired on TV. It's like we talk about The Office and how some of those jokes aired on on uh, commercial TV, right? That's what yeah. it's called. Uh, this ad being like a, a for a football ad, she's literally in her uh, wardrobe, not a wardrobe. She's in a towel. She's in a towel, butt ass naked. She's literally seducing Terrell Owens. She's like, oh, why don't you like hang out with me? He's like, no, I got a big game against the Cowboys. <laughs> Bill Parcell, Donovan McNabb needs me. I need to get on the field. Like he's in his Eagles jersey, number eighty-one. And she's like, no, just hang out with me. And then like she just drops the towel, butt ass naked. And Tio like hugs her naked. And then he's like, oh, okay, the guys can handle this game without me. And then, like, it cuts to, like, these two girls sitting on a couch watching. It's the idea of, like, them watching a soap opera. Right. Like, they were, like, sitting. They're like, oh, this is crazy. Or, like, oh, like, they talk about, oh, he doesn't deserve her. Yeah, it's like, like, this is stupid. We should watch something else. And she's like, I know what we should watch. Monday Night Football. And it cuts (laughs) to the promo. I'm like, is this real life? It looked like an SNL skit. It really does look as if it could have been on SNL at the time. (laughs) And it's just crazy. You see how times have changed, right? And, like, the different types of – of, of advertisements in general that used to be able to be aired and now, now we talked about this i know we talked about this after the show and we were talking about how like i hate how cursing or saying curse words is such a it's such like degrading the people like oh my god he said fuck on like a commercial or some shit oh he said fuck during playing a basketball game like I'm not saying it in a negative manner and Correct. then you're like well the fcc has such strict rules 
but why? Like, I don't get, like, even, like, this would never air in today's world. So do yes. you like that it's getting like that? Or do you, would you rather be more authentic? Because taking out curse words and taking out these kind of interactions and this kind of commercial is not authentic. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I, I agree. But you also don't want to put, there's certain things that you just don't want out. And I think most of the time it's for children. It's like, so whatever should be family friendly is basically geared toward children growing up. Like, and you're kind of, you're sheltering them and you're making sure they actually have a good childhood. They're actually learning what they're supposed to. They're not um, being involved in this like chaotic world of like, you know, just cursing, cursing. Kids ba- say curse words. Though. No, like, how many no, times have we been to our friend's not, house when their parents are it, out eating dinner? Oh. Like we were one of the last ones to ever say a curse word in front of our parents. Exactly. Like we were, like it was that strict. I don't know if it's that because I'm like that. But I just know the shit that goes down in everyday life and the type of people that are cursed on a daily basis, even kids. So, I, I like, WWE, for an example, yeah. they've recently changed where it's like, okay, we because they did a bit because it was WrestleMania this past weekend. I watched it for whatever reason. I watched WrestleMania. <laughs> and Stone Cold Steve Austin's thing is he goes on the ropes. Yes. And he flashes the middle fingers. And apparently he's doing the walkthrough with no fans at uh, Dallas, Texas Cowboys Stadium, AT&T Stadium. And the producers, like, ran over to him. They're like, no, you can't do that. Like, you can't put middle fingers in the air. And he's like, what do you mean? And he goes over to the other group, and he goes middle fingers again. It's like, they're like, because they're realizing their demographic. Yeah. But I hate that. It's I I see your point, but I also see it's more of just, like, a family-friendly thing, and you just want to shelter those kids as, like, much as possible. And unfortunately, like, some kids can handle that, and some families can, and some others can't. Yeah, like, uh, the 350,000 that called about the nipple. Well, I get the nipple. (laughs) <laughs> I get the nipple pop, but like if a wrestler is fighting a guy like Pat McAfee was talking about because he had a match in WWE and he's like, it's hard for me not to be like, oh, fuck, like in the middle of the ring fighting somebody. Like, well, who cares? A, a lot of people, a, you know, a lot of people do. And the thing is, if are you, you going to be like that with your kids? Like, I, I don't know. It's just something you I guess you would learn is like being, you know, a parent. being a parent and something you would learn is how do you want to raise your kids and how do you want to bring them up? And it's like, do I want to shelter my child to an extent? And then like, okay, yeah, they can, you know, I can curse around the house. They know not to say that stuff because I'm not not going to be lying. Like, I don't want my kid walking around the middle school being like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm talking about curse words like, yeah, but if they see oh, it, no, fucking no, but you gotta, <laughs> no, but you got to understand. Fuck you about that. <laughs> you got to understand. If you have, what, what wrestler's name? What was the wrestler's name? Uh, Stone Cold Steve so Austin. So Steve Austin, you see him, right? <laughs> You're a six-year-old kid. You see him on TV. <laughs> He's flipping the bird up in the air on TV. As a child, they will imitate that. <laughs> yeah. They will imitate that. They will go to school. The teacher will be teaching. He'll be like, get on the table. He'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, that's what will happen. And if you don't well, think that it. will, there will be thousands of kids that will be doing that. So they just imitate real life. And I think just to keep everything a little more chill and that you don't want chaos running <laughs> around, you kind of control it a little bit. Yeah, but then it ruins it for us. It's like, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin can't flip. Well, that's his thing. And yeah, but will that. that kill you? Like, is that <laughs> the end of the world to you? Well, you also got to think about something else that's going on right now. Every kid's got an iPad with YouTube on it. So that's, it's, that's, changing, that's changing the conversation a little bit because – so I was talking to this with my girlfriend, and you, it was a viral TikTok that went around where I talked about how teens – you have these girls. They were – I think they were 11 years old. And they looked like they could have been 16. And the thing is, yeah. they look that way because they're dressed a certain way. They have the makeup a certain way. They have their hair a certain way. And the only reason they know how to look that way is because of the internet. 
and because of Instagram and because of they can like search makeup on, tutorials. They can search on YouTube. They can watch outfits of the day. Right? They know what 17, 18, 21, 25 year old girls look like, what they're doing. They can have it. They can pull it up next to them. They can dress like that. They know you go to Instagram, a bunch of those Instagram models basically have where their clothes are in their bio they have they'll it. like add the link now. they'll add the link like you could buy anything that those girls look like or what they're what they're wearing so you have these girls or you have these people i mean i was i went back to my high school i was helping out for a, a musical and there was these kids and they were freshmen dude they look they look cool like they look like these cool dudes <laughs> they look cool. in high school like not like a nerdy kid that I looked like, yeah. right? I and love boobies, bro. Yeah, and that's the difference. They can see what 17, 18-year-old people are doing for all across the country yeah. and what they look like, and it's just changing the game. And what Andrew was saying is— I mean, they're fucking vaping at 14. Yeah, but they have— and they Gambling have, at 12. Like, they have the know. knowledge. Like, if an 11-year-old wants to go search whatever he wants online, he can, and he's more exposed that's to that what information. That's I'm saying, though. Like, they're all points where it's like all these girls are exposed to all these clothes. These little kids, 14, are, ex- are exposed to gambling and exposed to vaping. Who gives a fuck if Stone Cold Steve Austin does this? So my question it's is, just trying to help are, you as upset, much as- are you upset on the trajectory of syndicated TV right at this point? Because it seems like it's getting more and more strict. It's almost like it had – there was like a gap where it was like, all right, let's let these kids go free. Because I remember when we were little, it was like strict uh, parental controls was big yeah. on, the, on your TV. You would set up parental controls. And then it was like it was like an area of time, like the past 10, 5 years of like, let's see, just let these kids roam. And it almost feels like they're like, all right, we maybe we should tighten up some rules now. I mean, you go to all the streaming services, they all have parental controls. Disney Plus just added like a whole new thing um, that you have to type in a password. Um, this new generation's off the rails. We got to bring them back in the earth. Something, I mean, I don't know if we talked about it with YouTube Kids. So like, I didn't know anything about YouTube Kids. Do you know, know? Do you know about YouTube Kids? I don't even know. See, no. you don't even know. But like, what's your problem? No, <laughs> you don't fucking. Know, you don't dude. even fucking. Fuck Fuck this show. Fuck this show. So, like, YouTube Kids, which is crazy, is it's a whole nother application. It's a whole nother website. Like, YouTube Kids and YouTube are completely separate entities. Obviously, it's still Google, but it's like very separate entities where you can you can have a kid go on YouTube Kids and know everything is safe. That. Things don't get advertised to them the same way we get pushed things for ads on regular YouTube. Things don't get suggested to them. You don't have a like button. You don't have like – I don't even know if you have a comment section. It's not allowed to have comments. That's, so, that's against COPPA. So that's like a whole nother ball game in there where you're protecting those kids and like it's like, hey, I know this is safe for you. Um, so I could see where it's just – you know, it's national TV. I don't know really who right, – like who regulates the FCC, right? Is it yeah. just them? Like how does it go up another level to the government? It probably does. Um, it does feel like that, though, doesn't it, where it's like we gave people room and now it's like they're taking advantage of that, so now it's tightening up. Do you think where it's like our generations, like people like me, maybe more so people like me, will like get to those lead roles and maybe they like relax it again? Like, you know, I, don't I know. think no, but I think it's um, – You think no middle fingers for Stone Cold Steve Austin forever. On no, I, I think it'll eventually I mean, it's happen. on Peacock. I mean, it's not yeah. – it, No, it's it's not a streaming service. So, so I love Gary Vee. And we talk about Gary. He, he talks about so, how curse words are stupid and how they're labeled to. His best thing is, he's like, your parents, is like your grandparents, he was talking to like older people, it was like your parents thought that Elvis shaking his hips were the devil, <laughs> right? And like, I love that 70s show. And they talk about like rock music or like, they even talk about disco, like disco was, was clean. Everyone was like, oh, this is clean. And you would listen to ACDC or you would listen to rock or like that type of rock. And people were like, oh, that's the devil's music. 
Like this is yeah. awful. And then now we're sitting here saying, oh, it's like rap. Like they were like, oh, rap and hip hop and that stuff's the devil's music and that's like awful and it's like bad examples for kids. Like each generation has their thing right. and will continue. It will continue to be the rebel thing. Like everyone goes, all oh, these Zoomers doing like TikTok and like and then you have you know like they call them wiggle dicks. Yeah, <laughs> these wiggle dicks are wiggling their dick for it's money. It's like, like oh, like- they're being so disrespectful. It's like, dude, every generation it thinks the generation. You know, after them is awful, and that's just how it is. Well, I also don't, like, I hate how we brought this up, where, like, the Nunk Boys get famous for doing pranks in public places. That drives me nuts. I will say this last thing before we round up the show. I, you were talking about uh, the iPad kids, like, they're growing up. Yeah. I saw a TikTok of the, <laughs> this girl took a, a video on TikTok of her boyfriend with, like, yeah. a backwards hat. He was, like, 18 or, like, 18, 19, maybe 20. And he was watching, like, a show on a YouTube iPad while eating his lunch. And she's like, I date an iPad I kid. kid. <laughs> That's what I do, and you do too. Like I watch YouTube while I eat. Yeah, but I'm, we were iPad kids. No, I've we're like, never... oh, the kid. It's like the pacifier for kids was the iPad. Oh fuck, oh, little Johnny's causing a ruckus at the dinner, a debacle at the dinner table. Let's get him the iPad. Those iPad kids are growing up, and they're being menaces. They're gambling, dressing slutty. Like, what are we? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you're thinking of the current generation. Uh, whether you think, you know, what tra- trajectory we're really on as a society. Oh, it do is you think? Do you think the FCC will change? Like, will it change in the future? Because you don't think about it in the time. Like, no one ever asked that. No. You just see how it evolves over time. But we're asking you to think about it right now. while we're living in it. There we go. Changes. Yep. Good show. <laughs> That's our show getting heated. I mean, a lot of censorship on this one. I know, a little heated. <laughs> Hopefully, our editor's doing a great job. Censor everything you possibly can for YouTube. She's not here right now, but she's going to She'll get see the this. message. You know, anything that might get us canceled, delete it. Uh, or what, what's Bud Light say? Uh, up for whatever, up baby. Up for whatever, baby. <laughs> We're not. Delete the word no. We are up for. Delete the word no. We're up, up for, for whatever. whatever. Uh, if you're not following us already on all our social media platforms, at Life's a Party Pod. Uh, every week, we appreciate you guys listening. It's awesome to see uh, all the partiers out there. And we also have a Patreon account. If you really like the show, you want to support us a little bit, it is in the link in our bio on our social media channels. Um, you can help us out and help support the show. We really appreciate it. You'll get some behind-the-scenes footage and content. And it's really great. But, uh, you know, as always, music. Take us out. Peace, baby. Later.